Hi there, welcome to the Shabby in Mind podcast. We are partners, parents, broadcasters, podcasters, and everything else in between. And this week we have a lot to talk about. Let's start with the weather. Yeah, let's start with the heat wave. How hot is it? Hotter than it is in India. That's right. And we're going on holiday in a couple of days and where we're going is actually not as hot as it is here. I believe um, all the fans in the supermarkets have sold out. Yeah. That's but, how bad it is. Yeah, but you're right. It's we are experiencing an Indian summer before a summer in India. Very true. So, holiday. Um are we going to be doing are we going to be podcasting while on holiday as well? I think we should. What you're going to take your uh, studio with you? I'm going to take my studio with me and or is all it, these Or is everyone going to know that our studio is a is a tiny form. We have a portable studio. We have a portable studio. We have a portable no, have foldable a IKEA style studio. I believe IKEA is coming into India as well. It is. It is. I've got lots on my agenda, so have you. We're going to be visiting many of our old hotspots this time with our children. I think it's going to be quite exciting. They're very exciting. I'm really looking forward to showing them places that I, you know, I used to hang out in. Yeah. Most important of all, I think I want them to see the studio where you and I met and we started our broadcasting career at All India Radio in Delhi. You know, by the end of this holiday it's going to either going to be what a cool dad or what a sad dad, yeah. you know? It's one of the two. Now, another thing that I wanted to talk about was um You want to talk about a lot of things today? Yeah, because the aapki awaaz khul gayi aaj. खुल तो गई है लेकिन उसकी एक वजह है वजह ये है कि इस हफ्ते ऑन माय रेडियो शो आई हैड वन ऑफ द लीडिंग सेल्फ हेल्प गुरुज फ्रॉम इंडिया ऑन माय शो एंड इट वाज सो आइरोनिक दैट ही हैपेंड टू बी अ मैन हुज बुक आई हैड सीन ऑन योर बुक शेल्फ आई नो इट्स वेरी स्ट्रेंज बिकॉज़ आई रिमेंबर बाइंग दैट बुक I think it was in the shops it was really expensive when I was there yeah. and I saw the same book on the footpath you know the guy was selling the book and I yeah. bought one and it, it was a fantastic book I remember I'm talking about Shiv Khera you, are, you, you can are. win right can win. and it was so strange because the lady who conveyed it to me she said to me that you know oh who you can have what to you the fact that I was going to have him on oh. my show as a guest she wasn't too sure who he was and she says I'll forgive you if you haven't heard of him and the moment she said his name I said oh my god it's the one self help book I really remember alongside I think even Deepak Chopra Speaking. I was going through that phase at the time. I yeah. loved Deepak Chopra as well, and um, th- that was one of the books I had. Mm. And um, when I was in Nepal, you know, and all, I used to, you know, one of his laws, he had that seven, seven spiritual success. Something. Is it because reading a self-help book happens to be point number one in a hippie's handbook? A, I don't know what a handbook is, and B, I don't know what a hippie is, but still, yeah. Self-help books are pretty much the same as dieting tips. Any rational human being actually knows what's good for them, what's bad for them, what they need to do when they feel down in the dumps. It's a phase that lifts you up. What made you buy Shiv Khera you can win when you were at the prime of your profession, of your life? Thanks, thank you very much. Thank you, for, thank you very much for reminding me that the prime of my life was like 15 years ago. Yes. Okay, thank you. Yes. Why did you think you needed uh, his words of advice? This is a nice cover. <laughs> I really don't know. You, you didn't know. get it as a buy one get one free with no, something no, no, else, no, no, did you? No, because I was uh, with GQ. Uh, no. And you know these things are ingrained very early on in your life because I remember when I used to catch the the railway trains and all in I think I must have been in my boarding school or just after that. Mm. And you, you catch the sleeper uh, throughout India. Yeah. And you have these little shops at the station where um, I think it was called is it called Wheelers? Wheelers probably. And yeah. I know now they have W.S. Smith but there was yeah. Wheelers and all. Mm. And it used to, they used to be full of um, self-help books mm. in English and in Hindi. So also I, thrillers because I remember I my mum and dad had bought loads of thrillers from these railways. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I was too. Shops. I was. I think I was too young to buy James Hadley Chase in uh, the shops. So you had to buy. So you had to buy them from the yeah. station. <laughs> so which self-help books do you remember so from I, those? I, I remember really young, and everyone used to have. I think it was Napoleon Hill, mm. Growing Rich, or something like that. It was called. Mm. And I think there was uh, 
Dale Carnegie as well, Oh yeah, right? his, his one was very, very famous. Mm. How to, how how to, to win, win friends and influence people. Yeah. You know, I was somehow never into self-help books because I was I think Napoleon Hill's one was Think and Grow Rich. It's coming back to me. I was always into autobiographies. I was big time into autobiographies. And I think well, autobiographies... That's not self-help. No, I know, but interesting autobiographies somehow had the same effect on me because I remember in your teenage years, in those impressionable years, what you read, some of it really stays with you. I remember Maharani Gayatri Devi. I remember Benazir's Daughter of the East. I remember, was it um, Gary Fisher, Postcards from the Edge? That's Gary Fisher. Uh, so many autobiographies, so many women that I really worshipped, you know, at the time. And I think there's one line from Benazir Bhutto's autobiography that stayed with me that really had a massive impression on me. What's the name of her autobiography? Uh, Daughter of the East. Just quizzing you for the sake of it. And, yeah, and she was this really uh, polished... Uh, well-spoken, well-educated, articulate. Wasn't she like president of the Oxford Union or something? No, no, she was the first uh, woman president of the Oxford Union. And then, of course, she went on to lead Pakistan and then tragically, you know, paid for it with her life. But in her autobiography, when she talks about her father, you know, Zulfikar Ali Bhutto being the Prime Minister of Pakistan, and then she talks about how he was executed and everything that happened thereafter, there's a line where she says that she was put under house arrest. And this is when she was very young. And she says, I found the strength to battle on and embrace my legacy and actually find my political calling because those around me were so, so mean to me. Had anyone been kind to me in that situation, I would have broken down and I would have been a mess. That's quite deep. Actually. That was very deep. And she said that, so you will always find that, you know, when you're faced with obstacles, there are two kinds of people. Either you kind of give in and you throw in the towel and you say, that's it. And you kind of are a complete mess. Or you feel that the detractors around you, those who are pulling you down, you feel so strongly about proving them wrong that you somehow find that inner strength to battle on. That was something I read. And there was loads of other stuff in that book about, you know, her wonderful days at Oxford. And then she had also gone to Radcliffe in America and all other fabulous stuff. But somehow this paragraph from that book really stayed with me. And I think what I'm trying to say is self-help books are pretty much the same. When you read something where you can picture yourself and you think, you know what, I'd love to do that. The next time this happens to me, I must remember this. The Manani Gaiti Devi one I remember mm-hmm. because um, you used to have that book and yeah. I think you got it autographed when we met her. Yes, we mm-hmm. met her when we were in Jaipur once yeah. and uh, that was of course towards the end of the her... latter her, part of her life. Yeah. yeah, but even then she was like a picture of grace, absolutely exuding charm and class. Uh, there was no mistaking course, if you go to Maharani. If you go to Rambak Palace, huh. you can see photographs of her... Jackie Onassis. Yeah. And although this doesn't count as very deep, profound self-help, there is one line from Maharani Gayatri Devi's book that I remember, which I'll always, always carry with me. It says, emeralds always go best with pink, not with green. So you didn't take that advice then? No, I didn't. Because you didn't buy me any emeralds. That's why. Actually, this was quite an exciting week. We um, we also went to see a musical Um, years and years ago. I One of the first albums I ever got, which my friend gave me, was um, called Bat Out of Hell mm. by Meatloaf. And um, it, I think it came out in the late 70s. In the mid 80s, my friend gave it to me. Mm. And, you know, I used to hear the songs on my head. It was one of the first cassettes I brought, I think. So it's quite nice to go and see the musical. What you and I took back from that musical underlines the age gap between the two of us. You know, the 250 years. No, it's not. You know, I, the album is 40 years old. I know much before your time. <laughs> no, but you remember all his initial stuff. Of and course I, I do. only remember him as the one who guested on Celine Dion's It's All Coming Back to Me Now and I'll Do Anything for Love, uh, but I won't do that. And all this I remember from the early 90s when MTV and Channel We had first come to India, when we'd first got a taste of music videos. And I remember him from that. But that was like 
really the that tail was, end of his career. That was good, it? 15 years later. Yeah. And how lucky for us that yeah, when we, were we very lucky, finished yeah. watching, there was somebody very special sitting in the Royal Box watching the performance with us and it was... It was Meatloaf. It was Meatloaf. So we got a chance to meet him as well. This time next week, we're going to be in a beautiful tropical city. What are you looking forward to most? Blog? One thing that's um, really exciting hmm. for me is that, uh, you know here you get tasting menus. Yeah. But the original tasting menu for me, I remember when I was in Madras and all, hmm. is that you go into one of those... I can't remember what they call now. They're, they're like a cafe. Huh. They're called like military, yeah, yeah, military yeah, yeah. something. Military restaurant. Military restaurant. Thank you. And you know, you can no, get. But you know what? That's military, where you get non-veg. Yeah, I was just going to say military restaurant is the place you'd go to if you wanted chicken. That's right. Yeah. You can have a chicken dosa. Yeah. And I love those tiffins they have. Tiffin, mm. proper tasting menu where you can taste different, different. Yeah. Tiny, tiny. portions of ta- yeah. everything from the menu. dosa. Yeah. Uh, onion do- Rava dosa is onion dosa only, isn't it? No, it's not. No, Rava is different. Rava masala dosa, Rava masala onion dosa, dosa, plain dosa, paper dosa, all of that. Different right? types of Italy, Uttapam, I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Any parting words of wisdom? Bhat cheese bolna maangta, but just this at the moment. Ki zindagi ka safar, hai ya aisa safar, koi samjha nahi, koi jana nahi. Sarji, as long as safar doesn't become suffering, it's all good. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Till next time, take care now.